Welcome to the OVW Podcast, the unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling. I am Jack Minokes, and I'm an egg-sucking dog. And I am Brian Mekalekahai-Mekahani-Ho-Hines. Today, we, uh, we're sitting down with a couple of the... Um, we're we're, we're going to show you a little bit of how the sausage is made here at the OVW Podcast at Blacklight Moon Productions. We've got our executive producer... And our senior producer, you know, we've mentioned Tiny Brian K. Woodard before and new on to Mike, or at least being introduced into our podcast in general, is uh, senior producer for Black Light Moon Productions, Victor Anderson. Oh, hello. Hey, guys. I, I didn't know I was a senior producer, but... That's, that's, the, that's what it says on the notes that I have. Oh, so okay. if, I, if we need to... I will take over senior producer, Vic, if you really need me to. But No, it's good. No, we needed to give, both of us needed to have sufficiently ominous titles to kind of, you know. Oh, okay. We're the bosses, we're the head cheeses. So when we, we shop this thing around, head it cheese. sounds, per, sounds I, don't, I used to work in a deli. I don't, please don't, right. we're not talking about head cheese. Exactly. Um, Ew. But no, you know, just when we shop this thing around a little bit more, you know, Vic, we just need it to sound official. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Uh, we're going to sit and watch the newly released Wrestlers uh, trailer just dropped this morning. This is a Monday morning on uh, on Netflix on or for YouTubes. Netflix on YouTube on all of your favorite uh, yes, video streaming networks, free video streaming networks. Yeah, I saw it on Instagram. I saw it on Facebook. I saw it on YouTube. It's, it's, it's basically everywhere. It's all over the place. It's highly anticipated. I've been waiting for weeks. For I've months. been waiting for two years. So. Yes. But uh, yeah, so this is this is what we're all here for, and uh, we'll take a look, and then we'll talk about how we're going to be covering this. But we'll take a look now. So, what did you guys think? We got finally got a chance to see the trailer for Wrestlers on Netflix. Well, I'll be honest; that was like my eighth time seeing the trailer. I've watched it several times. I watched it on Instagram. I watched it on TikTok in chunks. I've been I've been watching it a lot today. Okay, it's still awesome. Oh yeah, every it's time. awesome. It's awesome every time. I keep seeing more details. I just saw it the once earlier, but I was in the middle of something, and I, I had just gotten here from Ohio, and I, I hadn't uh, really gotten a chance to sit down and and watch it, watch it like on, you know, something besides my phone. So you and Jackman um, are probably freshest on it, right, Jackman? That was like your second and that third would have time. Been my we just watched it twice. That was we my just second watched and third it. Yeah. Time as well, yes. So let's start with you guys. What what, what what's your top line thoughts? I think first things first, it's really important to note that the team behind Cheer and Last Chance, you were developing this program. Mm -hmm. Those have been two of the biggest kind of sports, um, documentary. sports documentaries. And they really focus more on kind of out in the out of the beaten path sports stories. Last Chance U is about a really big JUCO college where, mm -hmm. you know, this is kind of the guy's last opportunity to get into college to possibly play professionally. Cheer is uh, about cheerleading at a little bit higher of a level than Last Chance U is. So uh, when I was growing up, my mother was actually the sponsor of our high school cheerleading team for about three years. So I have mad respect for professional for cheerleading as a sport and definitely. as a profession. So definitely. cheer and cheer. I, I've I never watched Last Chance U. I've watched some of Cheer, and those people are just so good at what they do. Well, and it really much like wrestling. It's this whole thing where people that are outside of it write it off and they say oh well no that's it's not a real sport or it's not this or it's not that but to the people that love it it is their entire life mm -hmm. it is obsessed and cheer does a great job of showing that i i assume that um wrestlers will do a good job of showing that as well so brian your thoughts off the top uh 
Uh, first off, I was I was really excited for this, um, and the trailer did not disappoint. I feel like very uh, dramatic. Well, sure. I mean, for me personally, as a wrestling fan, uh, you've got what you see on TV every week. That is the finished product with like little vignettes and all that. Uh, so that's like your preliminary layer and how most people see it on a regular basis. Secondly, uh, you've got the live show, which has some of the same content that you would see on TV, but you get to see it in real life. Mm-hmm. So that's a different experience. And this adds even another dimension to it. This is the story behind the stories and the people who put what you watch on TV every week as a wrestling fan. Yeah, I'm glad they're focusing on Al Snow a whole lot on that one. That's, I, I am too. He, he deserves recognition, I think. Absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah. I think from a cinematography only basis, it looks beautiful. It really it does. does. In it fact, really does. Look just, I mean, and his, having been to Historic Davis Arena a couple times now, it has never looked better. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no offense, I love Davis Arena. I love Davis oh, Arena. I do too. And yeah. I love the OVW television program, but it does go to show you how much a little bit of uh, technical wizardry and can light, take yeah. some lighting. Some lighting, yeah, yeah can take yeah. you take you a long, long <laughs> way. Um, so it looks like just in the trailer here. OVW has a large cast of characters, both on screen in the ring and off screen behind, uh, outside of the ring. Um, looks like we're kind of, based on the trailer, be focusing on maybe a handful of them. The first four that jump off of the page are Hollywood, Haley J, Cashflow, owner Matt Jones, of course, and then as you mentioned, Al Snowvick. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I, I think that if we're doing a short run series, it's going to be a really exciting to see a lot of these other guys. But to watch these four people interact and their growth, um, and how they're all at four different points in their relationship with wrestling, I think that that's going to be a really, really great narrative line to watch. So, having actually read some of the uh, information that that has been put out, there was a Variety article. There was some mm-hmm. several things that came out. Um, there is. They're, they're kind of the framing narrative for this is a summer tour like one last hurrah to try to save this company mm-hmm. because this would be right i assume summer of 2021 yes, right last year or t- so 2022 2022 no uh, yeah it was no, last year it was last year um yes. no, it early was, it was last year yeah that's right, what we just said right after matt's uh ksr and his matt jones from ksr and his uh, investment group uh, featuring, and we saw him in the trailer, the mayor of Louisville. Mm-hmm. Um, after they kind of injected a lot of money into it and realized that they could keep injecting money into it in its current status and they might not ever turn a dollar, or they can make a big bet, bet on themselves and go on this big summer tour, seems to kind of be the premises of the, uh, the documentary. So, uh, you know, we can kind of come in with the, the Matt Jones of it all, Victor and I, because we are, we are long-term KSR fans, and I will confess that I bought I bought OVWpodcast.com the day Matt Jones announced that he was purchasing and I, the the the, uh, the webs that I, he was purchasing the it. domain. The do- I bought the domain for this podcast the day that Matt Jones announced on the air that he was purchasing the OVW. I actually have the complete opposite story. I had a, a decent little working relationship with Al and OVW and some of his wrestlers coming on the radio show that I host here in Lexington. And when I heard Matt Jones bought it, I said, well, there goes that. I, they don't need me anymore. So where you saw opportunity, I saw a uh, uh, burned bridge. Well, mm. see, that's funny because when I, when I bought this, like I knew 
I was not the wrestling fan to host this. I am not. I'm not that guy. Uh, I love wrestling, but if I'm going to host a podcast, it would need to be about Dungeons and Dragons or Star Trek. Those are my kind of nerd passions. So I, but I, when I, for the moment to, when, when, when I bought this website, when I thought, who is my dream team to host it? The team that came to mind were the two of you. So literally a door opens and an, or one closes and another one opens. You just Welcome to my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, we are going to be covering all the episodes of this, uh, the, of Wrestlers. Um, oh, well, so we talked about who would host. Did you notice? Um, I noticed that looks like they're going to focus on the thing leading up to the... Do we want to preview what we... Because we know some of these storylines, because this was a year ago. Do we want to talk about the storylines that we think that we'll see in this, or... How do you think we should talk about this at this yeah, point? I think it'll unfold as the episodes. I think, out. yeah, I think we should do it episode by episode, along with our viewers. We yeah. we have, uh, you know, some of the opportunity to see these storylines as they played out live time, but a lot of our other viewers, our listeners, didn't. So let's just uh, let's just get in the car with our viewers and ride along with them. So yeah, long time OVW fans will will remember some of this, but yeah, I guess we'll just kind of we won't we won't really speculate over much. There was one thing that let me down, though. Hush! It didn't include the superior Tony Evans. I mean, oh, come I'm on. sure he'll be in there Hush! sooner or later. The thing that um, excited me the most was Cashflow's butt. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> there, there, we did get a good look at Cashflow's butt. It was, he needs. He obviously over, needs a belt. Over Al Snow talking about the Muppet Show. That was the best. Okay, yeah, I, I got to go with you on that one. I think that could not be a more fitting metaphor for what they have going on there in the best possible way. Can can I tell you all now that I really want like a whole show where Al Snow is the manager of a wrestling promotion that is fully Muppets? I mean, I mean, might already be doing it. It might already be happening. Who knows? We'll be there covering it, folks. So, yes, we are covering these. If you go to our website, obwpodcast.com, every episode that covers this specifically will be there for you. Um, in each individual episode, then we'll go at the end and we'll cover all of them at once in a big, massive, couple hours long gab fest. So we're we're going to be covering this every way you want and uh, come along with us. There was a couple of things too that I noticed that <clears throat> um, the I knew I said to myself when Matt got associated with OVW, I said, "Well, the few times that I've met Al, he's they're not going to get along." Mm-hmm. And it seems like I was right in guessing that. Um, I actually called KSR uh, a few weeks after he announced that he was um, getting involved, you know, in day-to-day OVW operations. And mm-hmm. I said, "Can I make a book suggestion to you?" I know he didn't read it, but it's called uh, Nitro. It's about the rise and fall of '90s WCW. It's by a Guy Evans, really, really great book. And it's basically just about how when outside interests and outside money and people that have no idea about the wrestling business get involved with the wrestling business and end up destroying the business. Kind of a cautionary tale on that. I'm looking forward to seeing if maybe some of the same storylines that we all know as wrestling fans that happened backstage at Nitro or happened um, very outwardly in that book, maybe if some of them coincidentally happen again. Because I do think that Anytime you have somebody, even with the best of intentions, we all know that the the road to hell is paved with the best intentions. Mm-hmm. Anytime you have somebody out there who who doesn't understand what it actually takes, back to the Muppets uh, reference, what it actually takes to keep all of this stuff in line, 
you're going to have a little bit of button up heads and a little bit of trouble. It's not going to be uh, the smoothest ride. So that's one, to be honest, from just like, a, I love wrestling in ring, but I'm a really big fan of like wrestling out of the ring and the story behind the story. And that's going to be the thing that I probably focus the most on is just this, I know what's right because I'm putting money into it versus I know what's right because I've been doing it for 40 fucking years. I'm just looking forward to that the most, to be honest with you. Well, and yeah, Matt Jones certainly loves, often believes he is right. And Well, you know what? If this, uh, this wrestler's program goes off, he was right. I think, and that's what, that's what it seems to be now that all the dust has kind of settled from it. It seems that they found a nice amount of synergy, and mm-hmm. I really hope that they do. I'm looking very much forward to seeing how they got there, though, because it doesn't look like it was an easy ride. No, no probably but not. it looks like it'll be entertaining for us. Definitely. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a, a lot more behind the scenes than I possibly imagined, just as a viewer from, you know, my couch generally and sometimes historic Davis Arena. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, and when you started watching wrestling to get this kind of access, it was, they, people oh, would have... Oh, no. no. There was no there, such thing. No. As, there, there was a kayfabe thing back, back in the day yeah. that... That was not being broken. Oh yeah, my my. When I was little, my dad would take. When I would talk about wrestling, my dad would say, "Now listen, son. Those people act like they hate each other, but after the match, they go out and have steak dinners together. So you don't want to watch that." You know, even as a kid, I, when people would tell me, they'd be like, "So, it's a show." Well, you know what I mean. It's like you're supposed to go out. I mean, how do you think they put on a show? They have to plan this stuff. So there, there was a podcast that I suggested at the end of, I guess, last week's episode that really delves into that idea too of just like we've known as wrestling fans for over a century that this thing is quote unquote F-A-K-E. Yeah, staged. We don't care. We're fans. We're fans. You know, I don't watch, people don't watch the Avengers and think that Iron Man really died. That's not Robert. Robert Downey Jr. doesn't have a suit of armor. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, I don't understand why in this one thing, and it's just so people can make themselves feel better. They can write you off and they can tell you they're stupid. But like when they watch Game of Thrones, oh, all that stuff's very, very real and very, very important. No, it's just it's, as it's just as stupid as wrestling is. Sorry, mm-hmm. to, sorry to tell you guys like and I love wrestling. If you think wrestling's stupid, that's fine. I don't. I think Game of Thrones is stupid. If you don't, that's fine. Or that's fine. But everything you like is stupid and fake. Just to, to let you know. Else. Yeah, to someone else. Suspension of disbelief is a wonderful thing. Yeah, we're just we're just comfortable enough in our fandoms to admit it as wrestling fans. Yeah. 